The following contains adult subject matter and language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. In other words, there's going to be a lot of fucking cussing. Ah, Rose knows. And Lester sound like old dirty ass motherfucker. Rose should hit different. Rose take a long time, man. I hate these artistic dudes. He's coming. Yeah, what's Rose? Come on, Rose. <laughs> This is the Kind of Famous Podcast. <clears throat> I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode. Episode 145 of the Kind of Famous Podcast. K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod on Facebook. Rowe is Famous on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me there. And if you want to send us an email, kindoffamouspod at gmail.com. Uh, what else we got? And the Twitch. Right now we live on Twitch. Twitch.tv at uh, Twitch.tv slash Row is famous. You can watch the live stream. If you don't want to watch the live stream, you can go over to Spotify, Google, Apple, all that, whatever you stream, podcasts, we right there. Uh, easy to find. But if you want to see some of the visual elements of the show, uh, go to Twitch uh, and be a part of the conversation live. Let me see what we got up here. Uh, and if you just want to listen, or you can, if you don't got Twitch, don't know how twi- Twitch works. I got to look at a different camera. Don't know how Twitch works. You still watch the episode on Facebook. It just won't be live. So there you go. We got everything. This week, we have a guest on the show who uh, is probably going to interrupt me a lot, who is probably <sighs> not going to listen. But we're going to see how this goes. Uh, we have wow, oh, and starting a brand new podcast. I don't know if she want to talk about it or not, but I did. Uh, called the House of Yeah, Cam I'm okay with Pod- it. <laughs> Let we doing the intro already. The House of Kane podcast. Erica Kane. What I'll is have up, the, everyone? Yeah, How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Good. She over. Hold. Let me get I'm you here. fixed up. Talking about shit, I almost been kidnapped. Nope, that ain't what we on. Uh, <laughs> let's get that off the screen. Uh, and so you got a new podcast that you're starting called. Well, you talk about it. What are you trying to do? What do you want to do? Uh, introduce us to the new pod. Well, I mean, I feel like my big thing, my big niche, as everyone wants to say, is relationships, uh, relationships and mental health, something that we tend to ignore or we tend to over-exaggerate. And uh, I just wanted to be transparent. You know, I've had a lot of things happen, I'm sure that people could relate to or not relate to. But, um, but yeah, I just feel like I have a lot to talk about, so... That is I true. just figure why not talk. <laughs> That's true. Got a lot to say. Uh, we I recorded sure <laughs> what two podcasts now of yes, uh, your show? Two. Um, well, one in one in one fifth because man, that last one was a little. I don't know, man. I might need some NDAs from y'all. 
I, from who? I'm straight. <laughs> well. Oh, you don't want something to get out. My bad. Yes, there you go. There you go. Nah, man, Once you got to put that. What you hear, you got to keep it there. Nah, you got to put that shit out. You got to just, it got to be known. Nah, it's yeah, going to help everybody. It's going to help yeah. heal. Mm-hmm. It's going to help a lot of healing in, in a, a lot of different households. My home is cool. So, yeah. nothing to worry about for me. You niggas cool in beans, trouble. I'm glad. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know where I want to start. We'll start with, uh, well, how are you on pop culture? Do you pay attention to the shit that's going on in the world? You know, I do, but it's so hard to keep up. It is so hard to keep up. Um, but I do. You know, I, I'm aware of the, the hot, hot topics, but unfortunately, I don't know what's the deal with, uh, like, Ari and Alexa Sky. Um, I don't. Yeah. I don't know nothing about that. You know. Yeah, I'm sure you know. Because Alexa Sky. I don't crazy. know nothing about that. You don't know? Mm, oh, you said no. you don't know. I thought you yeah. said you do know. I was like, well, good. Clue me in because I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That's not in my wheelhouse to talk yeah, about. Nah, apparently they're beefing. That's all I know. So, yeah. Let's start here, actually. Um, since we you talked about NDAs and stuff like that uh, for your podcast, what mm-hmm. is it? You know, a lot of people want to start podca- podcasting. Um, and get into like that world for me i'm so far gone that i don't even think about the Mm -hmm. idea of starting podcasts anymore i just think you know people should just get up if you want to do it start talking make this shit and see what happens but that is because i'm so far away from the beginning for you like starting this podcast what is like some of the concerns that you have trying to start it start something and then like build an audience well um gosh mine is a little it's so complicated because uh, hey your story gonna be like a lot of other people's stories so it will but no i think mine has little a little bit more of a level to it because you know i was you know out there you know never intended on being married and now I'm married and, um, you know, I am a sinner, but I do consider myself to be a woman of God. So it's like you go through that transition and then you realize that, you know, you're not really being your true self, your honest self, you know, and I've learned that, um, you know, that the world is judging you far more than probably God really is. So I allowed myself to be my true self. And the podcast was a way for me to really express myself because I felt like, I guess, misunderstood. And not only did I feel misunderstood, I was hoping to reach an audience that may feel like they can't, they don't really have a voice, I guess, per se. You know? I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I'm speaking probably more so to uh, some of the things that we talked off Mike about like um you know trying to avoid certain situations with your show like for for me for instance make having my show one of them a, a I won't say it's difficult but uh mm-hmm. a concern is like the you know you talk about the type of shit you talk about and then worry about someone listening to that 
and taking it out of context or getting your real life misconstrued by uh, maybe yeah. something you said just trying to be funny. Uh, yeah. Starting brand new, you know, how are you attempting to address that thing? Because I think a lot of podcasters or, or people who want a podcast, they have a lot of great uh, ideas. They have a lot of great conversation, but they start to think about who's going to hear it and then what, how that can affect their real life, their personal life. That's true. That is something that I did think about, but I'm going to be honest with you. It paralyzed me. I was so caught up in wondering if like people would want to hear what I had to say and things like that. And technically nobody really has heard. I mean, we literally just launched what 24 hours ago. Um, but I feel like, well, you did help me a lot with that because I had to remember, well, one, it is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, but me, realistically, a lot of the things that I speak of is truth, but it's not my current situation. Does that make sense? Right. Um, so I know part of me was, yes, concerned about offending my family or offending my husband, you know, or my kids being embarrassed. But, you know, at the end of the day, the only person I can worry about pleasing is myself and God, I guess, per se. Um, and I did talk to my husband out of respect and say, hey, you know, you know, your wife, she has a mouth, no filter. Um, you know, out of respect to our marriage, I'd never, you know, disrespect you or our marriage. And if I say it, it's, it's for entertainment purposes only. Once I got the green light from him, now, granted, he hasn't listened to the episodes yet, but once I got the green light from him, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the less you worry about the audience, I mean, you're gonna attract who you're gonna attract. You know, I can't sit here and say, okay, well, um, let me make sure I speak to the black women. You know, there's times that I identify or empathize more with the black men. So, mm. I mean, whoever chooses to listen, they're gonna listen. I can't force nobody to listen to me. You one, know? Of, one of the things yeah. that I did uh, intentionally when I started this podcast is like, I said that um, there was two, it, the, part of the many reasons why I started, one major reason was with filmmaking and shit like that, I end up in a lot of white circles. And a lot of them think oh, yeah. that, like, I'm something I'm not. Like, their perception of me is, oh, well-spoken, charismatic, this whole shit. But I'm mm -hmm. more of, I'm a nigga <laughs> at the end of the day. So like that's yeah. that's my that's my comfort zone. So part of it was like wanting to shed away from what they think I am, um, which I mean, whatever they think I am is cool. But I don't want them to think like I'm a runaway or runaway Negro. I want you to there know you like go. I am as black <laughs> as these people that cannot get in this room. So me yeah. starting my podcast was be able to use talk to talk about things in my voice but as well as uh -huh. i have I, I have topics that that i don't think that like i like conspiracy i like ufos i like a whole bunch of different mm -hmm. shit and i think there's other niggas like me that like that kind of shit and generally yeah. like black podcasts tend to lean on certain topics and i just want to be invitive of many different topics um that the stereotypical black podcast wouldn't talk about 
on top of talking about the same shit that every other podcast would talk about. Um, exactly. So it's just like that was my whole reason and how I ended up kind of starting. And because I was worried, but I wasn't worried for the same reason like you were. I was more worried that yeah. I was going to end up with a bunch of white people. And the moment that I say, nigga, everybody's going to like run away. I just yeah. need them to know, no, this is this is who I am. You know, it's kind of the same thing, too, because, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I get misunderstood a lot. I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like there's times that I'm not even accepted by my own people because of colorism or, you know, my dialect or my accent, whatever, you know, because one thing I can say is uh, black folks, we are harder on our own people at some times. That's a fact. Uh Uh-oh, phone's ringing. I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, I get ADD. Hold on. <laughs> One of my other phones is ringing, but it's cool. Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I agree. And that was kind of, that is something that I also had to think about, you know, because my heart is always with like single moms and I had to make sure that I was, you know, giving a good message to them because, you know, as a single mom, I've made mistakes and it takes a lot for you to take on that pain or take on that possibility that <laughs> hey man you 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 your your feed is fucking up your feed super fucked up You gotta pay that bill, man. Uh. I, well, I can still hear you. I mean, I can't hear you at all. But if she jump back in, we'll pick it back up. We'll pick back up the conversation. Let's see. Let me look at it. Mm-mm. She all the way up at that thing. I see her still in the joint, but I can barely hear. Uh, we'll give her a chance to get everything figured out. Uh, and I'll say this. Right now, I am finishing a documentary or getting a documentary started. Now, midway, for the first time, for me making a documentary i've uh we're getting funding funding on the front end usually i'm trying to like build it up from the back end uh or piece it together through like a sponsor this sponsor that but the the while we wait documentary that that i'm currently working on is uh is uh uh getting some front end funding to help make that thing happen uh, we interview. I interviewed a few people this week to get this thing going. The funny shit is, everybody want to be a part of a documentary. Everybody tell me, make a doc. Oh, you should do a documentary on this. Do a documentary on that. That's cool and all, but these motherfuckers do not be wanting to be interviewed. They want to see interviews, but they do not want to be interviewed. They will run from this goddamn camera so fast. But 
uh, and that's what I had. Like I had a lot of key uh, interviews that just dropped out because of whatever reason. But uh, we gonna make that happen. Let me check over here see what we got. See if she felt about that thing. We'll get her back. We'll, uh, I don't know what that is. We'll look back. She'll probably text me or something. Uh, one thing that's been going, we'll jump over into some 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 uh news. Let's talk about that young man Ti. Ooh, Ti had a uh, is having, is having a time. Uh, let's switch over here. Ti, what happened there? Let me move over back to this screen. Uh. And we was all good to go until, let's see what we got. We'll refresh the screen, see what we got with T.I.'s situation. But T.I. has a situation. Oh, I don't want it to autoplay. Well, fuck it, yeah, autoplay. T.I. is facing allegations of sexual, sex, uh, sex trafficking and a little bit of pedophilia. That cannot be, here, what we got? Uh, tap in when you can. We'll get it back. It's live. That's what happened when she go live. Uh, uh, but yeah, Ti is in a little pickle. Uh. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> well, you see it on the screen, but T.I. is uh, facing some charges and allegations of um, uh, sexual assault. I mean, rape, basically. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave this on the screen. Last week, we talked about accountability. Uh, we talked about a, a, a few things, actually. Um, here, let me update some shit on the screen real quick. Uh, ooh, let's do this. Let's be responsible. There we go. We got Ti. There we go. Now we 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 update it. Um, but Ti has um some uh those some accusations some real strong was at that man they talking about ti and tiny basically had a little sex dungeon kind of joint um um there was some accusations of uh abuse like strong on abuse the couple has released a statement we'll get to that statement um more than a dozen women ended up coming forward with allegations many accusing a couple of let's give let's let's Put some context on the screen here. Let's read a little something. Uh, it says here. Uh, things not looking too good for T Tip T.I. Harris. Why they do Tip T.I.? It's Chris. Not Chris. Yeah, Calvin. Calvin Tip Harris. Not Tip T.I. It's two goddamn nicknames. And Anyway, during the course of the week, the Atlanta rapper was accused of uh, by Atlanta entrepreneur Sabrina Peter 
Peterson of holding a gun to her head in front of her kids. Peterson told fa uh, followers she did not initially press charges or file a police report, but she did choose to break her silence because T.I. was painting her as a villain. She came out with allegations this week in order to protect black women and nudge Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms to dis uh, discontinue using a rapper as a positive role model for the community. Um, let's get into some. Now, also, here, let's let's go with her statement real quick. The sad part about being a woman, this is what uh, Glam University, the, uh, I forget, the, I just said her name, but I forgot it, uh, Peterson, uh, posted this the sad part about being a, a a woman and being a black woman is this the public praise our predators uh praise our praises our predators i don't know what she means by that trouble man 31 uh ti's instagram gram handle you put a gun to my head in front of my children and i never called the police on you but for years you have painted me as a villain as a black woman it is hard to heal from rape violence and anything because you are painted as the problem or reason this is happening to you let's normalize the allowing uh let's normalize the allowing black women to heal it is so hard being the victim of rape and being painted the reason it happened um, so I'm not going to go too far into this part of the conversation, uh, about T.I. because, uh, about sexual assault and rape. Hold on. Let me get her back up in this thing. We, um, she'll pop in here in a second. Uh Oh. Oh man, hold on. I don't know. Hold on. We'll keep we'll keep going. So I gotta make sure everything isn't crazy frozen up on my screen. Uh cause it is for the zoom. I'm just gonna end that and we'll start it again. Um, the thing that I want to say about this, uh, cause we talked about T.I., we talked about Soldier Boy, um, and, and a few other situations very similar to this. And an issue that I take with, um, you know, we also talk about accountability, um, So I was talking to a friend of mine about sexual assault and rape. And one of the things that this lady says, now I'm going to add a little extra to this. The thing this lady also talks about uh, or did is she collected a lot of, a lot of women had um, brought to the attention uh, some of the things. I think it was like 20 some odd women came out against T.I. And, the thing is, man, I'm, I'm honestly, it's hard for me to talk about because it's a very fresh thing that that happened, uh, a very fresh conversation on this topic, and um, man, I just wish, you know, what she talks about being able to heal and normalize this type of shit. 
I just wish women felt comfortable speaking out against the person that assaulted them. I wish that. I wish that women didn't feel like they had to protect the person that is um that has went at them. Cause I'm sure it sucks. No, it sucks. Um and you know what? Erica is probably one a person that can't speak on this. Um but there's too many instances where women are um protecting the situation and later on um I got the Meg update. Um but women largely are protecting men um when it comes to or the situation when it comes to really reporting a sexual assault situation really reporting rape um and misconduct and the troubling thing is i don't know how we fix that um like this two weeks in a row actually there's something like this come up this probably won't be the last time we'll probably have more of this um but how do we fix it how how do we make it comfortable for women to speak up about their situation when um you know not just later but in the moment you know if something happens to you tonight tonight you should be calling the police tonight you should be um acting on what happened and too often women aren't for whatever reason um and i i don't know why i can't i can't get in their brains um i've 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 talked with women who when when stuff like this happens they are you know rationalizing the situation more than moving it forward and that is very 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 disheartening i don't know if ti did all of this ti and tiny because she's also a part of these allegations let me flip this over um because she's also a part of these allegations i don't know if they did this or not but what i do know is that we are in a in a in a state of emergency for women i don't like she mentioned black women women in general we're at a state of emergency when it comes to their ability to come out and speak when it comes to uh sex crimes and i don't know how we fix it we need to fix it we can talk about keeping men accountable all day um that'd be great but at the end of the day uh you know regardless if a man is accountable or not women need to be able to speak on this and maybe you know i need to just do a whole show dedicated to this topic um that may a thing let's get the fuck let's get safari off of my screen let's do that we're gonna do something let's do that uh let's move forward oh no let's um let's uh get i gotta close this so i can do send this notice uh 
I'm gonna send this real quick. We'll go from there. Uh, cause I don't know if that link is the same. But uh, Ti did make a statement. I and in all fairness, we need to let Ti tell his side, and let's bring the screens back. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Where's Ti? Ti's right here. I, nope, he's right here. Let's see what Ti got to say. Hey, so as y'all could probably guess uh, or imagine. It's been extremely difficult for me to remain quiet uh, in, 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 in light of all the things that have transpired and all of the, the egregious allegations that's been tossed around about me and my wife. Um, but it's a reason for that. And I don't mind sharing it. You see, if a person does not have any right to, to criminally or civilly have you in court they had no right the best thing they could do it gets you for a defamation a defamation suit drag you in court make you pay their legal bills to get you in court now i mean at this point man this is the, this is the point where that don't even matter to me no more okay but that's the motive that's the strategy that's the intention say a whole bunch of false stuff about you um that get people to believe and make them come out and say they're a liar, they're a liar, they're a liar. And then they can say, see, they call me a liar. That's defamation. And they drag, drag you in court, get you under oath and all that. Because unfortunately right now, it doesn't matter as much what they can prove you did. It matters what you can prove you did. You know what I mean? So we got Erica back um, on the show. Uh, we was talking about T.I. So I'm glad you was able to get back in the show. And it's up to you if you want to address this in any personal way or not. Um, do you know about the T.I. situation at all? Very vaguely. I know bits and pieces about it, yeah. So <laughs> T.I. is being accused of uh, sexual misconduct, uh, sex trafficking, rape. And in some cases, there is some... Uh, underage women that is allegedly involved in this situation um so that that is his situation him and tiny are going through that but one thing i was talking about before before you got back in is the fact that i feel like we need i think there's a crisis for women it's easy to say black women but i'm gonna say women um we gotta make sure you still in here there you go mm -hmm. um and it's the I, it's the fact that women don't have a com are not comfortable if they've been assaulted on Monday. Uh -huh. There's a discomfort in them speaking to, um, uh, speaking out, telling whatever on Monday. They like is they they something can happen and then they just kind of hold it in. And not only will they hold it in. They will try to protect everybody else other than them than themselves. And mm -hmm. for me, that's a problem. Like, as much as we want to mm -hmm. say men shouldn't rape, men shouldn't do this, men should be accountable, there is a part of this conversation that does go to the fact that mm -hmm. women don't have 
a comfort in um, speaking out when these things happen versus waiting far down the line where now people are judging them for waiting. Thoughts. Oh man, that's such a tough, tough topic. Uh, but what I will say is that, I mean, Hollywood is so weird. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying as far as the crisis, as far as women. I mean, I think that yes, in some sorts, it is women who maybe they feel that they are silenced, so to speak. Um, but call me the devil's advocate. I still feel that you know I don't I don't necessarily want to say well first of all I haven't heard all the evidence of course I don't think anyone probably has we can only speculate based on what we know and which we probably don't know um but the but based on T.I.'s reaction something happened you know what I'm saying because he's them big ass words i'm sorry come on now you you can try to bs your way out of shit but bruh something went down you know it might not have been you know the sex trafficking or i mean something happened um however it's it's really hard to speak on if it's the same situation as the, the crisis that is also going on you get what i'm saying right um I do feel like that they probably had kind of like Will and Jada, except Will and Jada, they, they did a pretty damn good job at one point of keeping it under wraps. I feel like they probably just had like an open relationship. They were just, you know, I don't know why I always got like a kind of a bye-bye from Tiny. <laughs> so, I mean, it probably was some freaky shit going on, no, no doubt. But yeah. um, I don't know if I'd go so far as sex trafficking. Like, I feel like there's, I mean, you know, we got to go extra. You know what I'm saying? And I just, something's telling me. I mean, again, I don't know. I could be wrong. But based on the little that I do know and T.I.'s reaction, T.I. is guilty of something. If you had to guess, but I don't feel like if you had to speculate, what would you yeah. think the situation is? Do you think it's like more of an open relationship? You know, it, I used to, like with Bill Cosby, like all them women came out on Bill Cosby, yeah. and I could, I am, I can honestly say I was one of the people like Bill didn't rape all them women. Come on, relax. Yeah. But if you rape one, if you rape fifty, you know it's still you're a rapist, right? Yeah. Um, and with Ti's situation, I think it was like fifteen or twenty or something like that. That that allegedly came out and just kind of throwing dirt on on their name. So it's kind of like either. 15 yeah. or 20 women are all getting together to bring T.I. down. A madman uh -huh. rape, T.I. and Tiny, a madman rape couple, a sex trafficking couple, or, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it, when you get to so yeah. many numbers, it gets harder to, like, you defend it. It gets foggy. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, Gosh, you done brought Bill Cosby. Let's even just go ahead and bring for shits and giggles. Let's bring in Harvey Weinstein. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be honest with you. I just feel that part of it is buyer's remorse. I feel like these women, some of these women, I, I, I'm sorry, they knew what they was getting into. If it was Brad Smith, I mean, I'm sorry, not Brad Smith, Brad Pitt. 
you think Brad Pitt would be in this situation right now? <laughs> Why Brad Pitt got to get a straight? We never know. Look, I'm not not I'm not trying to look. Look, Brad Pitt didn't do nothing as far as I'm concerned. I'm just saying, like, look at the totality of the situation. Um, but I, well, let's no, let's just focus on Ti. Ti, I said I'm gonna stop going off subject. I'm gonna focus good, on Ti. Good time. job. Um, there you go. Thank you. The Adderall then kicked in. Um, I do feel like, you know, Ti and Tiny probably had their agreement. You get what I'm saying? Um, maybe T.I. had to get her approval as to who he could have his, you know, fling with or whatnot. Um, I know, um, gosh, do I want to spill this? Nah, I've been in situations before where, like, you know, you know, that's the new thing, the swingers, right? Are you a swingers swinger? Love, not any, no, not <laughs> I'm not about their life um, all right no i'm not a swinger however <laughs> um you know swingers love single women single young women at that right because and i'm gonna tell you why they like single young women is because in most cases it's because the wife is bisexual right and mm. the bisexual wife needs something to keep the husband busy when the bisexual wife wants to go with the other side you get what i'm saying okay and so basically they bring this, you know, this pretty young thing in and say, hey, babe, well, I go kick it with such and such here. You can go hang out with her. I'm okay with this. I'm cool with this, right? Um, and they usually have their agreements where, you know, basically they're in an agreement about it. But what happens in those situations is there's times that the man might get a little, his appetite, you know, he might want a little quickie or appetizer he may not have that time to get the approval from his wife or maybe him and his wife are mad at each other for whatever reason and he just say i you know i'm gonna go ahead you know and just hook up with oh girl you know yeah i didn't get it okay for it but i've done it already so what does it matter and say they hook up and then wifey shows up and she's unaware of it wifey gets upset why is wifey upset because she didn't okay the scenario. Now, I'm not saying that that's what happened to T.I. and Tiny, but what I'm saying is those situations happen way more than we probably, you know, that we know, right? And I know from personal experience. Uh, as far as, as T.I. and Tiny, we're going to refrain. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to ask me that again. I didn't ask. Um, you revealed. As far as T.I. and Tiny, hush. As far as T.I. and Tiny, I mean, T.I. and Tiny, they're, they're wealthy. That's the easiest thing you can do is defamation of character. Now, what I will say is I'm going to call bullshit on T.I., right? You cannot charge defamation of character because someone called you a liar. Yeah. Yeah, when he was talking about that, I was a little like, nah, that, on, it takes a little bit like, more than that. Yeah. It takes more than that. Like, in order to get defamation of character, a person's uh, reputation or something had to be harmed. Um, so what he's saying, he's only saying that because guess what? There's so many people, I'm going to be honest with you. I know what defamation of character is. I know the true definition of it. He's banking on the fact that like 90% of the world, we just, Wikipedia is now our encyclopedia <laughs> that anyone can update. He's assuming that people don't know this information. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we ain't boo boo the fool. We know that that is not ground for. So by him just saying that, to me, it screams that something is going on. But I will take us. I will give him the benefit of the doubt. It might not be because I've even I've heard more reports of the allegations being proved wrong than anything. But again, what do we really know? Um, something happened. Sex trafficking and all that. I don't know. I mean, and, and on sex trafficking, I'm not saying that I'm not justifying anything. Please believe I'm not. I'm not defending anyone. It's wrong. There's a lot of runaway teenagers. They they want. I mean, I'm sorry. They they probably thought it was cool to run off and live on a compound or whatever, wherever they live. And then after, you know, maybe parents snatched them up. They're like, oh, you know, they were abducted, blah, blah, blah. Nah, they little hot ass wants to be up under T.I. and Tiny. Hmm. You think that's the same with R. Uh, R. Kelly? Yes. R. Kelly's sick. Now, look, don't get it twisted. He's sick. He done did some sick shit. But he had some willing participants. I'm sorry. He, he had some willing participants. I mean, I know women in the industry right now. And when I say industry, I'm not talking about R&B singers. I'm talking about <laughs> madams that rich wealthy people pay them to shit on them what the fuck do you get out of that you get what i'm saying what Mm-mm. the fuck do you get out of paying someone to shit on you and my homegirl was like yeah not only did i shit on him when i was done shitting on him he put my shit in a bag and kept it what? i mean people are sick i'm telling you people are sick i they're sick <laughs> Uh, moving on. <laughs> so, yes, let's move right along past that. Just you know, and I—I I mean, I spit nothing but facts. I ain't got no reason to make this shit up. So that's why I guess I'm always looking at someone sideways. Like me and my husband, we disagree about shit all the time. But it's because I know a lot more than what you know. I know that the world is not you know <laughs> butterflies and butterflies, You know, there's some shit going on that we're not aware of. Basically, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna move on because you start yes, talking about on. that's kind of gross. Yeah, <laughs> you start talking about shit ain't ain't my thing. Yeah, serious. Dead ass. No lie. So um I posted a thing on I got questions. Hashtag I got questions on Instagram. And on my oh. stories I do the thing where I ask a question, I just let people give me feedback. Um Oh, I got an update. <laughs> I got questions. I can't spell. Oh man. There we go. Um, and then this I asked about what is your favorite uh non-sexual uh, I think on Twitter you asked this as well. Uh your non-sex <laughs> intimate non-sexual ways of intimacy of or showing intimacy with your spouse um and i got some feedback i got some answers but before i say those answers what are yours <laughs> non-sexual um, intimacies with your partner with my partner well first of all or anybody <laughs> that you're with with anybody great that's a better better example um man her husband be like don't be talking about me on that goddamn podcast i know like (laughs) it's off limits babe i know i'm sorry um 
I mean, there's so many things like, I don't know. Um, I saw someone say this and it's so funny that, that they mentioned that because that is something that I like to do is uh, music. Like I will literally, I think that is something that's non-sexual form of in intimacy is, you know, maybe sharing a playlist of some music that literally like it makes you think of that person and you let it be known that, hey, here's my playlist, this right here, it makes me think of us or you or whatnot. Uh, not only that, just conversing because that's something that, you know, we really don't do. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, conversation? Conversation, period. Just in-depth, deep conversation, talking about your past, your future, you know, what you want out of life and being genuine with it, not you want to be like, I don't even know these people out here now, Yerbo or Yella, BZ, you know, they just want, everybody wants to be something that they're not. Just having them real, just deep down, heart to heart conversations and really listening, not trying to smash, just trying to get to know each other on like a mental, emotional, personal level. Um, and I feel like that's very intimate because, you know, we're a lot of, there's a lot of broken people in the world and there's things that we hide. Yeah. And when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with that person, I feel like that is very intimate in my opinion, because, you know, that's like literally letting a person into your heart, you know, because we're so heavily guarded that I feel like that's a beautiful one. So. Well, you got me all soft as shit. I ain't even soft. There you. Nah, we we breaking ground. Uh, and if you want to hear more of this, you can tune into the yeah. uh, House of Cain podcast at some point yes. when she decides to talk about it. Uh, but here's some of the responses I got. Uh, one was letting me rant and rave about the books I've read while making coherent while not making coherent coherent sense. Uh, playing with yeah. my hair. Uh, uh, good night. Saying basically saying good night, even if we hadn't talked all day, just hits my soul. Um, yeah. when my bad jokes are actually funny to him. Uh, no, I don't. I can't agree with that one. I'm sorry. If your jokes ain't funny, your jokes ain't funny. But if it's funny to him, like if you say, like you know, some people <laughs> just got a corn. It's just corny. But that shit for some now, corny, reason. That's funny. That's just funny. But right. like, if it, if you would, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just joking, I guess. Kind of, sort of, not really. She's not intimate at all. Um, a cool ass smoking session, just chilling and caking. Uh, a a long drive to nowhere, just driving with music sounding like a soundtrack. And lastly, a late late night hugged up and just talking about life and ideas yeah um one key thing I, I i i mean mine is about the same i i i honestly i enjoy motherfuckers just um just uh yeah like you said expressing yourself being vulnerable well we both was like all right this moment yeah. one of the best shit for me like someone said about being late night like 1 a.m to like 3 a.m when like everybody should be asleep, yeah. it's quiet, ain't shit moving, y'all hear no birds, y'all hear no airplanes, and y'all just sitting there and just, you know, you just start talking and don't be talking about shit. 
that shit right there yeah. be like that's hard to me. I fuck like that's that'll get me. That'll get me because yeah. uh you just I think it's cuz it's unpredictable. You don't know what a person's going to say. You don't know what's about to come out and you're not everybody's guard is down at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm directing kids in the bed. Get, get in the bed. Um, yes, and absolutely heartily agree, and I hate your delay, by the way, you have the delay that's down there in your screen. <laughs> Was that? But, um, oh. but yeah, I agree. I mean, I remember, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Like, especially when you said the ones at three o'clock, lay down, lay down. Parenting um, in real time exactly she's just doing the most right now um yeah I feel like and that's something that I struggle with right now because I am a night owl you know what I mean and I do feel that a lot of your I feel like those are the creative hours you know during that time frame you're referring to you know um if I'm I'm drawing or writing you know and that's something that I've been doing a lot of it's just kind of reflecting the life that I've lived because you know cannot read a book by its cover definitely by looking at me I will tell you that much so I've learned to just kind of embrace that and I share it with my husband um what I plan to share it with the world I, not only do I have the podcast I'm working on a website it's houseofcane.com uh it hasn't launched yet as soon as I launch it you'll know if you want to subscribe you can click on my website and drop your email but I mean I'm big on uh, the creative aspect of it because I feel like there's just no uniqueness to some of the I mean a lot of people right now there's no uniqueness there's no creativity it's just copy and paste you know yeah why do you think that uh the late night hits different than like talk having them same conversations in the daytime because at that hour i just feel like you know the day the world is typically sleep and when you're up it's literally just you it's either just you or you and that person you know you know we our parents kind of old school you you know what i mean well my mom yeah whatever anyway you know they y'all you if they catch you on the phone they're like oh y'all just talking about sex or whatever i'll tell you i've had the best conversations at that hour and most of them were not about sex trust me right if, if uh if i want to have if it's about sex nigga we having sex it ain't no we ain't i don't believe in it anyways yeah we're not <laughs> We ain't talking about it, dude. We, you know, we're going to be doing it. Um, but if, if we want to just share that, let's feel that a lot of, you know, I mean, you know, my marriage, but mar- when you get married, you lose that too, because, you know, and it's hard to do those, those late 3 a.m. conversations because you got to think about kids, work, um, period. I mean, you don't, you don't always get that opportunity or you just assume it gets ritualistic, you know? All right, dear. Good night. You know what I mean? But I just feel that that hour, it's like the world is sleep 
it's just you and whoever that other person is, you know? Uh, yeah. damn, you just Your said brain something. is supposed to be sleep, but it's not. Damn, what? you said something I can't remember. What the fuck? I had a, I wanted to piggyback on something and I fucking forgot. Damn. You was talking about, uh, uh, the, the routine of it. Fuck. I ain't gonna remember. But, yeah, Ritualistic. man. You know, I, sh- I probably shouldn't say this. No, I ain't gonna say this shit. Uh, I, got, I gotta make sure I can still do some other shit later. Let's just say that. Write that down and we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. I'm not, I, I mean, it was gonna, because I'm gonna talk about models I've talked to late at night. Uh, yeah. and that's kind of when you realize how goofy some of these people are um, but I don't want to go too deep in that because I'm going to get real disrespectful uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> damn it was something too man fuck it moving on let me tell you this I'm going to tell you this though and I'll keep it quick I get it you're trying not to be disrespectful we live in a culture where we don't want to offend anybody right but at the end of the day, let me tell you something. You're not responsible for that. Nah. As nah, long as you're nah. speaking your truth. Oh, uh, no. Nah. You're not responsible for how they feel. Like, right. I mean, if there's a. My yeah. thing about being this, when I say I be it. disrespectful, it's because it's going to come out disrespectful, not just to them, but maybe to other people and may fuck up my oh. ability to get. Other people, because they gonna sit around. Oh, he gonna fucking yeah. talk shit about me. Um, but I do, man. It was some you said that was gold too. I ain't gonna fucking remember. I'm gonna keep trying to remember. I'm gonna come back to it though if I if I remember this shit. Um, so let me see, man. Let me see. Damn, fuck it. I got. Let me get it out of my mind. All right, so check it. Uh, have you paid attention to any of this stock market shit with the mm-hmm. with, with GameStop and all that shit that's going on? I have not. I know. I know the the Cliff Notes version, but that shit's been going on since the end of time. It's just now we're all aware of it. Basically, is how I feel on that note. But if you do, you have anything additional other than you know the fact that. The billionaires are upset that we, you know, play the part in their own game, I guess. Um, yeah, you know, that's my shit. That I mean, that's really what I was going to talk about about this shit is the fact that it's funny yeah. that because right now, I mean, for me, I actively played in the stock, stock market. So some of these things I actually had already had. And then some of them I was like, oh, shit, let me get a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Then. And then when you just see that it minus what I can get from it, minus that people are getting shit from it, the fact that someone cracked the code made rich people panic. Like, that's insane to me. Because how quickly people, they they will say, all you got to do is work hard, do this, do that, and you can make it. And then we figure out a way to make it real quick. Because everybody may not turn into another millionaire, $100,000 there. But in a pandemic, whatever extra money people can get is exciting. They're going to oh, fucking yeah. blow it any Definitely. fucking way. So let them, you know, get a little piece of money. We still waiting for our 1400 from Biden. Yeah. 
exactly. But yeah, Biden, by the way, run that check. Um, but yeah, please, I wholeheartedly agree with that crap. Like, I mean, I just found it so funny. I mean, because here's the thing too. Um, I hate talking about government issues, man. I, I'm gonna be honest with you, but like, it kills me that they were like, oh, let's bail out the, the airline industry and, you know, these businesses and shit like that. And I'm just like, look, why the fuck I got to bail y'all out? Y'all charging me extra, you know, whatever for my bag or whatnot, but I'm supposed to bail you out? Are you serious? They, these are billionaires, millionaires. Why are we bailing them out? Think of what, going your savings. Right. That's, yeah. You I know? mean, essentially, you know, people, when people look at, look at bankruptcy, uh, with mm-hmm. businesses they quickly kind of look at it like oh this business is failing and maybe they are but wow. a lot of times they be- they bankrupting because they don't want to pay their bills no more you know and, and exactly. they can they and, can turn yeah. shit around and still keep operating like you say and then we bail them out it's like now you're taking money on top of money yeah you know one of the things i, I will say this and i'm sure i'm a piss off so many people you know what I mean? But I mean, I'm vocal about my stance on politics. That's why I just try not to talk about it because I know I'm going to piss somebody off. But when people talk about Trump and how, oh, you know, he's a failure at a businessman because all them bankruptcies or whatever, I was like, you know what? Let me tell you something. Donald Trump was smart as shit. Okay. That man knew how to run his business. And basically, he ran his country like a business. And that's pretty much really how the government looks at this country is as a business. Um, him filing bankruptcy, that doesn't necessarily mean failure. It means that he saw a way to get out of doing something and he, and he took full advantage of it. Yeah. Full fucking advantage of it. If I had to, if I had the same opportunity, please leave. Yes. I will be filing bankruptcy and still going to Mar-a-Lago's or wherever the fuck they be going. I'll still be going. This year. uh, Martha's Vineyard or whatnot. (laughs) This year I made an effort to kind of learn a lot of, um, yeah more about business because i had nothing but free time because i get i I know how to i know business i know the tricks but i don't know the tax codes i don't know how them taxes shit work so i took a lot of uh i took some time to kind of see how this works and how that maneuver and like you said trump one thing i mean those they figure out how to get money on top of money on top of money on top of loans and then they get all the fucking cuts and shit. It's like they have six or seven different ways to get money or not pay on the money that oh, yeah. they have and then get money while we sit up and complain. And I tell I, I one thing I tell people all the time, exactly. the one problem with poor people or low income people, not even low income people, but like middle income people. Um, the poverty mentality, basically. Is what yeah, I I, or not that, that I agree with that. But on on top of that, is the fear that we have of taxes and codes and loans, mm-hmm. like all these sort of things. Like when you look at your taxes, that shit is intimidating because it's so many little bitty words and you know it's legal. But in oh, the yeah. pandemic, just, yeah. when it came down for me to like get certain things, I have a business. Even though I work the mm-hmm. job, I have a business. I am entitled to a lot of that shit. A lot of people won't go won't go get the money that's out there for them because they're afraid of the situation. They're afraid to get audited and afraid of all this shit. But I'm oh, like, yeah. them billionaire problems. They ain't really coming exactly. out the regular people for that shit. Um, they coming out the yeah. Right now with the CARES yeah, Act, 
uh, they don't want to give more money because they like, well, we got all this money out there that's not spent. Some of that is money that people were supposed to get that ain't going out to get that shit. I'll take it if oh, they yeah. don't want it. Yeah, because I mean, me just like you, I, I've been, um, I've established my business. I, I'm, I'm assuming, like since 2013, uh, 2016, we officially filed an LLC. Um, my plan, my goal is to have a business for each one of my children. I haven't done it for the two younger ones uh, until I know what they want to do in life. I've done it for my oldest though. You know, she's 18. She knows kind of what she wants to do. I've established them business credit. Um, mm. I have an LLC. I have, you know, how many? Three, three DBAs right now. These are things we need to be learning. They're not going to teach us this stuff. Like, that's what kills me when people are like, you know, they feel like it's the public's responsibility or the government's responsibility. No, it's not their responsibility. It's, it's our responsibility because the information the tools they're out there especially with the internet it's For out sure. there you know we're just too damn lazy or too occupied on facebook or tiktok or whatever the fuck we're we're too distracted we're we're looking at our phone instead of and and then not only that one thing that's what my dad was really heavy on is uh we're using our phones for like probably 10 percent of what we could be utilizing it for and that's probably where Robin Hood effed up is because, you know, once people got on Reddit and got along and they were like, okay, you doing the research and they collaboratively did this. Yeah. They overcame the system. Yeah. Um, they they did some... them literally at some game and they're like, ah, oh, this happened in my head. I'm $600. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. They you did know, some it, Robin Hood I'm shit. not laughing at anyone's misfortune, but I'm not going to sit here and feel bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm just letting your, I mean, your, your hoping... shit is breaking up, so I'm just kind of no. letting it catch up. But you're cool. Um, I, yeah, man, it, that is one thing. And I, I said before, I really get too deep into that shit. I'm going to have someone astute in business on the show to really kind of break shit down because I do feel like, like you said, the information is there. I learned a whole lot of shit just using um, the internet. Ooh. I got Skillshare. I, I I mean, it's a all that stuff is out there in abundance. And on top of that, you can go read a book. You know, there's books full of this, this shit. So it's just come down to oh, us. Yeah. Uh, taking that time out here. and learning, coming together. <laughs> um, yeah. If you need a collab, like anything I know, I'll share with you. Uh, I know a couple of people that have actually put me onto it. And one thing I would highly recommend is to get you an accountant that knows what they're doing. Stop going to H and R Block. Stop, you know, using Karma or whatever Credit Karma to do your taxes. You go to someone who has a degree in accounting you know and, or who's worked for the government you know there there are people out there black folks if you want to keep it in black businesses i mean i know at least three people who i trust you know to to give me the guidance and who have helped me with keeping my papers and everything together for my business they're on you know they don't know all they know is about being audited i mean but 
as long as you have it's literally about having your paper trail that's it have your paper trail it's just scary right, though yeah. it's uh lay down uh damn so i'm gonna jump in we gonna jump into another topic and then we're gonna uh go hot across the pop culture shit see what you think about it um uh, let me get this screen up okay. so do you know well do you know who army hammer is oh man no i don't no all right I'm army not... hammer yeah uh is an actor he's been in several films uh i'm not gonna think of him on top of off the top of my head but one thing about army hammer is he's into uh uh he was all yeah he was in a um Oscar nominated film. I don't know if it won or not called call me by, by your name. It was really good. Uh, but this in case someone needs a reference, but army hammer has an issue. His DMS were leaked and he had a conversation. He's, he has a bit of a fetish and his fetish is uh cannibalism eating people, not eating them out, yeah. <laughs> but eating people. Um, do I want to <laughs> read this shit? I don't really want to read yeah. this, but um, he's into some like disgusting. Sh um, fuck it, let's read it. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> let's read it. Let me get it pulled up here. Let's see if Look we it get here. it up. Um, Look it here. Do you have an? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. She's doing parenting time, but is do you? Uh, how do I phrase this? Have a unique fetish, or do you feel like your fetishes are kind of vanilla? Oh. Uh, oh man, we can't come on. <laughs> Sit down, girl. I'm sorry. Do I have a fetish? Um, or see, or not that you have one, but do you have one that you feel <laughs> is vanilla, or do you think you're kind of out there with your shit? Um. Yeah, I I want to say I'm. There are some things that I'm out there with, but it's not that it's anything to that extent. I mean, I do feel that there has to be a line in the sand that you can't cross, and obviously, eating people is one of them. Now, and I'm 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 gonna try to shoot him some bail because. Uh, if you read these texts, it looks like he's talking to himself and there's no way he was having this. A celebrity is not sitting in a regular person's DM uh, talking to themselves. But um, he's he goes uh, in this DM that seems to be one sided. He says, I'm going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to come thinking of breaking your bones. Talk to me. Text me. Text me about me breaking your bones while fucking you. And I'll send you the voice note while I come while reading it. I know. My cock is in my hand. And I'm thinking of breaking your ribs. Uh, Goodness. <laughs> wow. Head rush. Just how completely. Brand, uh, brand you. Tattoo you. Mark you. Shave your head and keep your hair with me. Cut a piece of your skin off and make you cook it for me. I mean, I feel like the test can be endless. 
whose slave master relationship is the strongest we'd win uh and he goes on he got a whole bunch of shit now this is i've i mean i don't know if he's done anything i hope he hasn't killed anybody or ate anybody but what if that's all it is is just like fantasizing is there something wrong um, with that No, I mean, well, let me just put it to this. Because um, I was initially a psych major. And, you know, there are things that, you know, that may come into our mind and we may think on them. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're sick. Um, it's when we act on them. You know what I mean? And And you say he's an actor. Like, again, until I get the full concept of it um it's kind of hard for me to really judge or say yeah he's sick i mean there's times that people do things like that to get in the character for a role right that was my initial thought is like this is a part of something that maybe a role he has later he is consequently through this and this shit coming out he has lost the job i forget what show he was working on or or show he is on that he's no longer a part of or a movie he's no longer a part of because of this but yeah for me i was thinking as an actor this is so left field not to say that they couldn't do it we talk about you know, R. Kelly, yeah. Harvey Weinstein, uh, who, who, uh, T.I. Uh, but as an actor, part of me, I mean, knowing what he does for a yeah. living, part of me feels like this could be, you know, testing this out, feeling it out, seeing how can I work on this so we can make this real for a yeah. film later. That's why, I mean, and if that was the case, and I'm shocked that he that he would even let it get to this extent because i mean i'm sure we like we're aware of Heath Ledger, you know how he got so deep off into that character of that role uh joker um that it fatally ended his demise you know um but yeah i don't it's hard for me to speak on it but what i just read from you does not sound unless that nigga is just that fucking sick like but that would have been discovered prior to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure we would have had other signs. Or that. other people that came out, you know, uh, with the, at this, yeah. you know, all it takes is one and then everybody come out. It but it seems like this here. is just the one. Because um, there's yeah. no other information on this. So moving on. We, I, yeah. Go. Uh, <laughs> All right. nah, go ahead. Let, yeah, let's move along. All right. yeah. We're going to yeah. jump into the pop culture news and we're just going to hit a few rounds of that. And then we're going to get out of here. Ja Rule. Uh, everyone loves Ja. Ja Rule at a time like this had a lot of things on his mind. And he said his new app. Uh, ja Rule says Trump is allowed on his app icon. I-C-O-N-N after Twitter has banned him if no one knows you should know twitter and a lot of other social media sites has banned donald trump because of his outlandish behavior basically uh Mm -hmm. they just now decided that they were sick of it and put him out there and ja rule because we were all wondering what ja rule thought about this said that uh he would allow trump on his platform when he gets that up and going what do you think about that
man. Um, let me tell you something. Jewel is probably one of the old head clout chasers of all time. <laughs> That's what I think on that date. I'll you take know? it. I think he's just clout chasing. <clears throat> Especially Trump. You don't want to be the black man endorsing yeah. shit over Trump. But, you know, um, Ja Rule had, uh, what's that, Fire Festival. Exactly. Uh, he's used to taking a fuck ton of Ma- L's. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, what's the worst that can happen? He's already been shitted on so many times. I mean, 50, shit, 50 cent shits on him on a daily basis. So, I mean. You know, I think that keep yeah. his skin clear, <laughs> shitting on Ja Rule the way he does. I'm good grief, yeah. Lil Uzi Vert spends millions um, on natural pink diamond to put in his face. Texas rapper Sauce Walker says that Lil Uzi is copycatting him. I don't know if you've seen uh, what Lil Uzi is attempting to do. Let me see if we can find a picture of it. There it go. Uh, He is going to implant a uh, pink diamond in the middle of his forehead. Uh, you know how like girls get those little joints in their chest where it just like yeah the uh, subdermal yeah that's that. Uh, Sauce Walker put one on his on his cheek as a like a tattooed tear. He cover up the tear with a diamond on his cheek. Him and Lil Uzi are not on the same. Uh, uh, let's say they have a little quarrel with each other. I think I said that right. And he is claiming Lil Uzi is copycatting him by putting that on his forehead. I believe both of these motherfuckers are dumb as shit. Like, I feel like these niggas want to be trolls. I mean, it, to be honest with you, it doesn't. It says I'm muted. Am I muted? No, nah, I hear you. No. I got you. I can't hear you. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're. I. I. Yeah. Cosine. They're both dumb as fuck. I don't. I don't care who's copying who. Dumb as fuck. Times two. <laughs> times two. Uh, times two. Denzel Washington uh, had some comments about the police. Um, I don't know if you know about this. Denzel Washington has a new movie out. Um, I don't know what it's on. I want uh, I think HBO or some shit like that. The Little Things. Uh huh. Uh, mm-hmm. and they asked Denzel in promoting this about you know the freak uh the him playing a cop a lot in his movies and he says he has the up utmost respect for what they do. Uh, it's another piece of this quote. Uh, here we go. Uh, Denzel says about the police. I have the utmost respect for what they do and for what our soldiers do. People that sacrifice their lives. I just don't care for people who put those kind of people down. If it wasn't for them, uh, we would not have the freedoms to complain about what they do. Um, I understand where Denzel is coming from. Um, in part, I agree. But I also say read the room. Uh, when you have so many police officers or police involved situations where there is this very distinct difference in treatment between black people and other people, um, I don't think it matters. I respect the police I and the military, but right now we're in a place where that respect has nothing to do with how they're treating people. 
and we need to figure out why it's so different and make a change. Man, um, Denzel Washington comes from because, you know, um, I have family members that are in the military. I have friends that are in the military and I know police officers. The man that was killed downtown, uh, I'm not even gonna say his name, it upsets me because he used to be actually the, he was the security guard uh, when I used to live downtown in the third rail lost. Uh, he got killed during that whole altercation with the guy from Mesquite. I can't remember his name. Do you mm. remember, do you know what I'm talking about in July? Nah, I thought you were talking about uh, that Botham Gene down in the, uh... Oh man, that okay. Come on, we're not gonna go there. But yeah, yeah no. So what I'm saying is, okay, yes, the situations, hands down, um, no argument whatsoever. But we we gotta stop uh, having this, you know, police against black men or black people, whatever. We got to stop having our kids afraid of policemen or feeling like they're going to go out there and get shot. I think they need to be aware. They need to be aware of what's going on in the world. However, I don't believe in putting fear or having my son uh, feel that he's targeted because of the color of his skin. I don't believe in that. I believe in being respectful. And, you know, I, I just, I don't know. It's so hard for me to really speak on that because I do feel a type of way about it. I feel it on both parts. Do you think it's a generation thing? Because like, I guess because of the history. Let me tell you, I think we as a people open our eyes, not stay woke. I mean, open our eyes to what's going on. We are being overexposed to the effed up situations. You know what I mean? every day and we got to stop that mentality because I've seen videos of police officers and I'm not justifying these police officers for doing so I've seen the fear in these police officers eyes when they're just being called out for help because in their mind we're already aggravated we're already angry you get what I'm saying? I yeah. remember when that shit happened. Let me tell you something. When that crap happened with all the, you know, with all these people, especially both of Gene, it happened around that time. Once I, my son was a couple months old. I was rushing. It was hot as hell, like 110 degrees out here. And I accidentally locked my son in the car. Oh, right? shit. Fucking horrible. Horrible, yes. And let me tell you, I was having, I felt like I was about to have a stroke because... Tell you because during that time, police officers were afraid to go out alone on calls. So in my mind, I was panicking because I was like, you know, I'm already hearing that police officers are not going out on calls within timely manner and blah, blah, blah. Bro, let me tell you something. While I was on the call telling them that my son is this fucking hot ass car in the middle of all this stuff going on. Within probably two minutes, there was three fucking police officers in my backyard helping me get my son out of the car. And you know, let me tell you something. Uh, two of them were white, one was black. 
the white guy, I could definitely tell that I could see the stress in his face. And I could see that, you know, probably he felt like every black man does right now. I mean, and that's just keeping it real. <laughs> and unfortunately, we can't take off our skin. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not we as in a black man, but you, you know where I'm going. And when he got my son out, I, I instantly, I gave him a hug and I said, you know what? Thank you. And look, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I just do feel that we've set this tone and we really need to, we need to stop the judgment because we're asking people not to judge us, but in turn, we're judging them. And to me, that's not fair. Not every cop is out there wilding out and killing us. I agree. That's just Uh, keeping it 100. I think, um, I think that there's a balance. I'm wondering people, I'm not going to run out here and say blue lives matter. But I am going to say that we should be respectful. We should have some decorum when dealing with uh, authorities in general. Um, There is this weird divide where like, yeah, that's why I asked about generation, because I think part of our generation still has a balance where we respect a little like we respect a lot, but there's still some complications there. But then it's a generation under us that just has fuck like they do not give a no fuck. respect um, man let me tell you these this, this generation is coming i man we got to pray for them and that's one of the things that i have to tell my children is that we live in this culture where everyone wants to be equal nobody wants to earn shit and therefore there's no respect none no respect i have to chin check my child every day because i'm like look i don't owe you anything sweetheart mm. um and i feel like that really has you know, because think about it. These kids get in trouble and their parents come in there and who are they mad at before they even find out what happened. Right. They want to fuss at the teacher. And by them doing that, the child is learning that, you know, that they're entitled. We got this sense of entitlement that we don't have to give that respect. That as soon as we get pulled over, man, y'all just give some black folks. Knowing damn well our tags are out. Yeah, we're driving. We got a cart in our an illegal cart in our. Anyways, yeah. I mean, come on now. But I have. I, a, I mean, I hate that. I I follow a I follow an Instagram account that it feels like every time that they post something, it's always black people dealing with a cop in some form. And for me, you do that so, when they do that so much, it's like, now, I'm not going to be mad at every time a cop has something to say to us because we be wilding sometimes. And sometimes we escalate a situation way bigger than it need to be. To me, every time I see a cat record a situation and talking to their phone while getting pulled over, I almost automatically agree with the cop because... I feel yeah. like now you are just doing this for the show and not really understanding that regardless of how you feel about the police, some of this shit, you just need to cooperate. If you were speeding, you need to cooperate. You know, you can't mm-hmm. just say you wasn't doing shit because you can. You need to cooperate with the situation if you're in the yeah. wrong. And a lot of times we be in, no, nah, I won't say a lot. Some of the shit that get posted, we be in the wrong and we just be gassing each we other do. up, keeping that narrative the same, that police hates us and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I ain't finna run around and be like Blue Lives Matter, all that kind of shit. But I do think exactly. there needs to be um, just some respect on both sides, but we need to get sides. the respect 
all together because they are the authority. At the end of the day, if yeah. they tell me to do some shit, I almost really have to do this shit or I'm going to jail. Yeah. And that ain't going to be worth it for me. I look at it as they enforce the law, but they're not above the law. Like, I mean, like, if I'm out right. of place, if I'm, you know, if I mess up, then yes, they do have the right to say, hey, your light's out. Let me give you this ticket. Go on about your way. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I got to be careful when I be talking about stuff like that. But yeah, as far as that blue lives matter, I don't say, I'm not saying F blue lives, but what I will say is that you can the only blue live is a damn smurf them blue lives you can take that damn suit off and you're and a black you're a regular life. ass person you're a regular person you know so yeah so we'll leave it there so, so erica kane on the kind of famous yeah. podcast <laughs> uh has her own podcast now called the house of pain that should be debuting fairly soon um i'm on uh, two episodes house i think Kane. Pain. What I say? You're on two, and it's Kane, bro. What I say? You said pain. Nah, it probably sound like I said Kane. I don't mess up plugs. You? I thought you said pain. It's a, okay. Oh, okay. Well, my bad. Look, I'm arguing. I look, and if anyone hasn't found out, I'm very argumentative. You just gonna have to pray for me. Oh, she was good on this show. I don't know what the fuck going on on hers. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but House of Kane is coming soon on Spotify. Uh, she got the anchor. I gotta let her know she need to get make sure that bitch get on Apple, Stitcher, everything else. Um, yeah, and, I, I plan on doing that tomorrow. Maybe I'm on Anchor and Spotify. That's it. The other ones I gotta link up tomorrow. Yeah, get that shit linked up. Make sure everybody can get to it. Um, I can't. I don't know how to promote it. So when she gets going, I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna promote that joint too. Uh, it was too good conversation. Um, a lot of yelling, a lot of interrupting, yeah. <laughs> a lot of arguing, but uh, it still was. We be a, roasting, but we it's all out of love. We all love each other. It's is this a really good episode on some relationship shit? Uh, men, what men's perspective? I think. Uh, I probably ruined her marriage. I don't know yet. We'll find out in a couple weeks. All I got to say is please don't tell CJ to log on and listen. That's all I got to say. Uh, he so, claims he's okay, but I don't know. I don't know. That last episode. Well, that's up to you how you put that shit out there. Know. But go over to facebook.com slash kind of famous pod, K-I-N-D-A famous pod, P-O-D. Uh, Twitch.tv slash row is famous. Instagram uh, and Twitter row is famous. And uh, Facebook, I think I said Facebook already. If I did not, I can't remember. But go check us out on there. The tweet, the the replay of the Twitch will be on Facebook. Go listen to the stream on wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't know if Erica can promote her shit, so I'm not even gonna tell her to. <laughs> uh, but till Wait, then, all I can tell you is House of Cain. That's it. House of House of Cain. Uh, K. Yeah. Spell that out. K. I I am not looking at it. Kane is K A I N E. K A I N E. I have the website House of Game. I guess the easiest thing. Yes, sir. K A I N E. Just go to houseofkane.com. Drop your. Oh, I don't plan on spamming you. Just give me your email. That's all I'm asking. 
And because she was breaking up, I'm repeated. Go to a house of Kane, K-A-I-N-E dot com. Drop your email. Get that newsletter. Stay in the know about what's going on with her new show and what she has.